2: I'm Ron Aaron. Our co-host, Carol Zernial, joins us. Carol is Executive Director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation. She's got a master's degree in social gerontology, over 25 years experience in the field of aging or caregiving, and she was named one of Next Avenue's Top 50 Influencers on Aging. And we're delighted to have you here today, Carol. Interesting topic with a long-term friend of yours,
3: Yes, Lucy Berilak is joining us from Montreal, so she's an international expert uh, in caregiving uh, and has been working with the Caregiver SOS program for years, our Caregiver Teleconnection. She has the Ask uh, Ask Lucy series, uh, but she also has put together a a series of uh, educational sessions on managing medication.
2: And that is our topic today. Lucy Berilak received her master's degree in Social work from McGill University, currently working as a consultant for the University Affiliated Center of the CIUSS West Central Montreal Health Network. Lucy was previously responsible for the coordination of research, teaching, leadership, and publishing. And she was also in charge of transference of knowledge of programs, including caregiver support, community mental health, and a whole lot more. Lucy Berilek, great to have you on, Caregiver.
4: Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me.
2: The topic of medication uh, is so important and and so difficult for so many families. Uh, As a caregiver, for example, you may end up caring for someone who a month ago was on no medication and suddenly is on five, six, seven, eight, nine or more medications. How do you manage it? How do you balance it? How do you keep track of it?
4: Well, that's an excellent question, and this is why. Um, we decided to do this series on safe uh, use of medications for seniors and caregivers. You know, people don't often think of they when they think of medications, they think of prescribed something that was prescribed medication. But medication can be over the counter. It could be vitamins. It could be, um, you know, natural products. And every medication has a side effect. Now, you know, medications are in a way are a double edged um, Sort somewhat because a lot of people do need medications. We made a lot of progress for sure, different uh, ailments that people have. So, medications are important. However, it's important to keep in mind that medications have side effects. And if you don't use medications properly, uh, and if you don't take into consideration over-the-counter medication, you can really, really get in trouble. You know, according to the CDC Center for Disease Control and Prevention, there was an article, they did a review uh, on at uh, 2020. 65-year-olds and older visit emergency departments seven times higher than younger people do. And at the end, of, most of them really get hospitalized. And it's Most of the time it's because of the medication that they were taking, that they were either not taking it properly or it was having an adverse effect on them. So it's really important. You know, seniors make up, they make up 16.9% of the population in the U S and they receive between 28 and 40% of all medical prescriptions. As you said, some seniors take up to nine different pills um, a day. Now, <laughs> look at that, you know, and it's so important because the guide really looks at how to manage these. Caregivers are in a very difficult position many times. They're the ones that are actually administrating these medications. And many times, what are side effects? You know, you can have side effects that affect the person cognitively, Physically, you can be dizzy. You could be vomiting. You could have diarrhea. You can have constipation. So it's not an easy thing to manage. And this particular guide that was da- developed in Canada, but modified through the Well Met Foundation, is an amazing guide that gives uh, caregivers the opportunity to really look. There are questions. There are answers. The other thing I also want to say how important to, it is to have one pharmacy your pharmacist is your best friend i have to tell you they know more about medication than doctors do all right and they and if you have a different uh pharmacist they don't have the um, the capacity to understand all the medications that a person is on yeah you yeah, okay. know let me
2: let me share with those who may have just joined us that you're listening to caregiver SOS on air i'm ron air along with our co-host carol Zerniel. we're talking with lucy barlack who is talking to us about an incredibly important topic, safe use of medications. Carol?
3: Yeah, Lucy, you brought up a really good point um, because people don't always think about medications when their loved one becomes very dizzy or suddenly becomes confused. You know, we, our caregiver specialists are trained to talk to them and ask them, was there a change in their medications? You know, and it could either be a doctor gave them a new medication, took away a medication, or that medication was taken uh, inappropriately, or it's just a side effect. So, you know, a number one suspect for a change is always the medication.
4: Absolutely. You're right on. So for that, what I really want to say, especially caregivers, if you're caring for someone with any form of cognitive uh, difficulties, uh, new medication, watch out. Now, the guide actually has the questions, the same questions like, has the person's skin changed? Is the person falling? Is the person appears to be dizzy? Is the person appears to have uh, more memory loss? So that is really important. The other thing to keep in mind, As we age, our system doesn't absorb the same way or eliminate medications from our bodies. And many times, uh, seniors are put on a too high dose of medication. It has to start out slowly. That's why I'm saying that the pharmacist is your best friend. Have one pharmacist. Now, never, never, never buy any over-the-counter medication without asking the pharmacist first. For example, you know, if you're on high blood pressure medication, if you have a cold, certain over-the-counter medications can increase your blood pressure. There are uh, substitutes for that. The same thing, I mean, pain pain kills. uh, Pain kills. Yeah, pain does (laughs) something, unfortunately. Uh, Pain medication over-the-counter is really deadly. Never sharing medication is so, so important. I want to come
2: back to what you just said real quick, Lucy, because I have overheard folks talking in community settings about, you know, I've tried this medication and what you're talking about, uh, I I think I can help you. I've got a few extras here. Try this.
3: Right. We see them in the parking lot at the senior center
4: changing meds. It's such a big no-no. I have an experience when I was caring for my mother, and unfortunately, she landed up in an emergency, and we didn't know why. They couldn't figure it out. Finally, I got it out of her. Her friend next door neighbor got a pill for her medic for her pain and decided to share it with my mother. Cause she wanted, you know, my mother had a lot of pain. My mother took it. And the reaction was so bad that she, you know, she, she was really a, a door's death I have to say. And uh, so never share medication. It's really not meant for, not meant to be shared. So there's other things too. Like I, I really want to emphasize that, um, Even vitamins, even vitamins, anything. Speak to your pharmacist before you take or buy anything at the pharmacy.
2: And yet we see all these television ads, especially for over-the-counter medication, uh, that say safe, great for this, great for that. Uh, People just go ahead and try it.
4: Well, look, it's an industry. What can I say? Um, I think that each one of us has to be um, accountable to our own health as well. And that's why education and information is so important. And that's why I participate in the teleconnection sessions because there's such so much valuable information that people. When you have information, you're empowered. You have you, you know you have choices to make. And caregivers in particular don't just accept. Even if the doctor gives you samples, don't just take it. <laughs> you know, go to the pharmacy and ask first what's going on. One of the other things that I do want to mention is many times all of a sudden the person appears to have another medical problem. All right. But it's not really, so they're giving a prescription for that medical problem because it appears to be, but it could be an effect from a, a medication that they're already taking. You know, it's really quite complicated. So the less medication you take, the better.
2: Now you mentioned a guide. Is that something that is available to folks?
4: Well, this is it. At the teleconnection, I do two sessions on uh, the guide. It's a real guide. It's uh, Caregivers can have it free of charge once you attend these sessions. Um, they're sent once you, ha- you you give your address. It's sent to you free of cost. And so I go through it. I have a session coming up. I think this next Wednesday at uh, 10 o'clock at your time. Uh, Eleven o'clock my time.
2: Well, Carol, tell, tell us about the uh, caregiver teleconnection.
3: Well, the caregiver teleconnection is a free service. It's education and socialization. So we have an expert like Lucy uh, on the call, and then you get. She's going to provide information on safe use of medications. You'll get a chance to ask her questions, and then the caregivers can also talk to each other, and we do that on a variety of topics. It's on Zoom as well as telephone only, so you don't have to have a computer. If you're listening to this on a podcast, you know, good old telephone works just as well, and we can get the guide to you in advance so that you can follow along. And it's free. And it's absolutely free.
2: And go to caregiverteleconnection.org.
3: You can, caregiversos.org or caregiverteleconnection.org.
2: All right, now, Lucy, stay with us a minute. We're going to come right back to you. We're talking about medication, safe use, who you should go to, your PCP, your pharmacist. My dad was a pharmacist, and I love hearing Lucy talk about uh, the value of a pharmacist as someone uh, you should rely on. And it's something that all of us should keep in mind. You're listening to Caregiver SOS on air. Well, thank you so much for staying with us right here on Caregiver SOS On Air. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zuriel, And we're talking on our Caregiver SOS On Air hotline with Lucy Berilak. Lucy has a master's degree in social work from McGill University. She participates regularly in the Caregiver SOS teleconnection program. And we're talking about safe use of medications. And Lucy, uh, many of us still put our physicians on a pedestal. And when they prescribe a medication, we just say, okay, what should we ask? What should we know before we agree to take it?
4: That's an amazing, that's a wonderful question. And it's interesting because in the guide, it gives you a set of questions, what you should be asking your doctor. You know, this, as I said before, there's also, if you if you Google Reese, R-E-E-S-E, you can find all the medications that are really seniors should not be taking. Okay, so it's a list of medication, which I'm not going to go through right now. And it's and so it's important to know. So if your loved one is prescribed one of these medications, and maybe something they need to take, these are questions you need to ask. One of the most important questions, no matter what the medication is, is what is the dosage? Because as I said, Don't start with a high dose. Start with a lower one. Work with your doctor because see how it it really handles itself. It takes a couple of weeks anyways for most medications to kind of kick in except for antibiotics. Um, And that's another story altogether. So these are questions that you need to ask how long to take it. But I really want to go back to the pharmacist. As much as I do admire doctors, nobody knows better about medications than the pharmacist. Now, if you include your pharmacist, they can even negotiate with the doctor and speak to them and say, well, maybe we should try this. It's it's a little bit too high. So you have to be proactive. You have to be, especially if you're a caregiver, you're the advocate for your loved one or family member or partner. Um, So it's important. It's important to ask all the right questions.
3: Well, and and it might be if your doctor isn't having you bring all of your medications at once to your doctor visit, then put everything in a bag and take them to your pharmacist and have them do a medication reconciliation. Am I taking anything that interacts with something that I shouldn't be taking? Because if you go to one doctor and a bunch of different specialists, they may not realize the other medications that your loved
4: one's on. Absolutely. That's a very good point. And not only your prescription medication, but put all the over the counter medication, vitamins, herbal pills that you're taking, because you really don't have a clue of what interaction there is there.
2: I know plenty of folks who have heard, oh, hey, I take Supplement X. Boy, does that really help me. So they jump on it.
3: Right, and those. Yet Lucy knows that the in the guide it talks about like, but blood thinners is the one that jumps out. Some of those herbal remedies are blood
4: thinners, and if you're already on a blood thinner, oof, you can be in trouble. Yes, you could. Absolutely right. So it's it is important. Now going back to the guide, I mean, even the guide lists you have to list all your medications. I also want to talk very quickly. I don't know how much time we have left. No, we're good. Okay, I really want to also mention the fact that if, if you are, if, if you or your, the person you're caring for lands up in hospital, um, the guide also talks about what you need to know before discharge planning, okay, very important, uh, especially when it comes to the medications that are prescribed. Most of the times, when people come in, you should bring all the medications with you, obviously, uh, over the counter ones as well. When you go to the hospital. Yes, and if you're staying there, whether it's it was an emergency or whether it was a, a planned uh, surgery, bring your medications. But when they, most of the time, they'll give you a new set of medications and ask questions about them. Okay, make sure that you call the pharmacist before the person leaves to let them know. Either email them uh, the new prescription. Ask questions about discharge planning. Many times, what happens is people come home, they take the medications, they land up back into the emergency because it has such a bad effect on them. So you have to understand why is this medication given? How often should I take it? The other thing that pharmacists are extremely helpful is um, I know from with my mother, uh, she had a hard time reading. Um, the little bottles. Now pharmacists will work with you. For example, they could make the letters bigger so it's easier to read. Um, Many, many people feel that some pills they can't swallow. They're too big. So people uh, start cutting. Do not cut your pills. Some pills should not be dissolved in anything or even put in jams with a spoon. Call your pharmacist. If the pills are too big or it's too difficult to take, they'll cut them. Don't cut them yourself. The other thing. I, go ahead. You know, I
2: was going to mention that uh, our, our local pharmacy here in in San Antonio, tota, Texas, offers talking prescription labels. So if you can't wow. read it, they have those available as well. It'll talk to you.
4: Well, you're ahead of us, then. That's great. That's the. I love that. That's really good. Now, the other thing, too, is like many times you have to take your prescription certain times, right? Maybe three times a day. And sometimes it just doesn't work out. It's not part of your schedule. Your pharmacist can actually work with you to be able to organize it in such a way that it is manageable. So, I mean, there's many things that you could do. I know it takes time and effort, but I think it's important to really, you have to be very, very careful of what medications you take.
3: Well, and what I'm hearing you say, Lucy, is you should not be afraid to ask questions. So many times we didn't quite hear something, we didn't understand, we got caught up in the moment, but if we don't understand something about medications we're taking or we're giving to the person we're caring for, um, we shouldn't be afraid to ask questions.
4: No, absolutely not. Especially if you're a caregiver. You know, that's uh, and if and if the person you're caring for doesn't have the ability to ask those questions, you're their advocate. And it's very important that you do never be
2: afraid I, to ask. I know there's some people in South Texas uh, who will have a prescription, they'll go across the border to Mexico, where for many medications, you don't need a prescription and will buy their medications there. How do you know you're getting a a quality product?
4: You don't, you don't.
2: There's the answer. You don't,
4: you don't. Um, I would highly, I, 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 I don't think anyone should ever do it. I, but, but that's kind of brings me to another topic and maybe they do it
2: to save money.
4: Well, this is the topic I wanted to talk to you uh, to talk about also. Um when I do these sessions, sometimes people will say, okay, it's either food on the table, or I sort of don't take all my medications. It is an issue if someone can afford the medications. So um, I know there's different back here in Canada, there's different things that, that we can do. I'm just wondering, I don't want to put you on the spot, Carol, but is there any that any way that any help that people could have if they cannot afford their medications? Well, I, they definitely
3: need to talk to their pharmacist or their physician because some of the drug companies themselves will have a program to assist people who can't afford it um, there may be a health plan that they can change to that would help cover those medications uh, or the the doctors themselves may be able to help um, with samples uh, to get you through a tough time and give you enough to make it through or at least try the medication uh, because i think that's something else that sometimes we we get these medications and they give uh, three months worth, and then you take one and find out you have a side effect. And so, talking to your doctor, particularly, I come from a family where people have lots of you know we're very susceptible to small doses of medications, and we don't want a lot the very first time.
4: Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, um, you know, in the guide, it, it's it's really an interesting guide. It's a very simple guide because there's questions on the left-hand side, and then there's answers on the right-hand side. One of the questions is: Should we should uh, we take medications with alcohol, wine, or things like that? This is a big big issue. Many times, you know, um, and again. Uh, always ask the pharmacist if 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 it's possible to um, to have a glass of wine once in a while. Uh, many times it's okay, but if somebody is really a big drinker, you gotta tell the doctor that because that will make a big difference in his prescription or her prescription of um, uh, of of the of the amount. Or because it, it's really quite dangerous. So it's not just alcohol; it's any other drugs that people take. Um, It is a problem. And, uh, you you know, many people just kind of ignore that, but it's something to really think about. And the same kind of topic, I don't think a lot of people realize that certain foods and beverages have an effect on uh, on medication. For example, you know, you always get a list with any prescription of what food you should be taking or not be taking, especially with antibiotics. Um, dairy, there's you know grapefruit juice is not a good thing to take with certain medications. Um, sometimes it's you know you should take it before or after you eat a meal. All these instructions are there for the for for all the right reasons. It's to make sure that these medications are taken properly. But so, sometimes
2: those instructions come in tiny little print uh, of pages and pages and pages. Of side effects and after effects and warnings. Again, talk to your pharmacist.
4: Absolutely, don't leave that. Uh, <laughs> if it's a new prescription, don't leave without asking to speak to the pharmacist and go over everything. So think about food, think about beverages, think about certain things. Like one of the things that comes up a lot. Is if you have an infection and you get an antibiotic, usually with between one, one day or two days, you start feeling better. And then people say, okay, I don't need to take this anymore. Now, you have to continue taking medications because the infection may not have been, uh, it's not gone yet. You might feel better. So always, and one of the things that a lot of people, according to some of the research that I have done, um, they start a medication, and then they don't see uh, results right away, and they stop taking the medication. Never stop taking the medication without calling your doctor first or the pharmacy. You know, it, it, it does take time for a medication to get into the blood system, especially some medications that have to do with anxiety or any mental health issues.
3: Yeah. The only thing I wanted to add is that goes for people who are cutting their pills in half to make it last longer. There's such a thing as a therapeutic dose. And if you're taking half of a pill because you can't afford your medications, you may actually be getting no help at all.
4: Well, and before we go, I just want to say that it's also important to know where to store your medications. So where do you think we should put our medications? I'm going to put you guys on the spot.
2: Well, the answer is not in the bathroom where most of us put it.
4: Exactly. Never put your medications in the medicine cabinet because of the heat and everything. It's so much better to keep it. Usually keep it somewhere together, store it in, believe it or not, in a bedroom is the best place. Keep it high up if there's grandchildren coming or pets or whoever, not to get into it.
2: Thank you. Appreciate it. Carol Zernial, thank you. Um,
4: thank Got to you stop so you right much.
2: there, flat out of time. All right. I'm Ron Aaron for Caregiver SOS on Air. We'll talk with you all soon. Thank you. Executive producers for Caregiver SOS On Air are Carol Zerniel and Ron Aaron. Our associate producer is Christy Romero. I'm Ron Aaron. We'll see you next week on Caregiver SOS
1: On Air.